regular, regular, regular features. The regular, regular, regular features. The regular, regular, regular features. The regular features are shown. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. And just like every week, we've got election fever. So hot, so cold. My election fever hasn't broken in five days. Oh, my pillow is sodden with votes that have come out of my forehead overnight. Yes, I've got election fever. Look at me. I'm sweating. I am covered in hives. My anus, though you can't see it, mm. has become distended. <laughs> this, is, this is worse than the bit that we cut out. <laughs> but this is the one you're going to hear. I've got election fever. Steve, what you got coming up for us this week on the podcast? Can we start again? No. <laughs> That's fine, Steve. I have got an alternative election night television special starring Fiona Bruce and David Dimbledy like you've never seen them before. Ooh. And I thank you. I spoke over you saying my name. I should never do that again because I love hearing it in your mouth. Mm. Log. Oh. (laughs) It'll never happen again, will it? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I've enjoyed today. Yeah. But I've got six reasons you should vote for a certain party. I'm not going to tell you which one. Labour. <laughs> and I'm here making up the numbers. All right. Thanks, Gav. <laughs> you, yeah, you're going to swing this seat, Gav. Yeah. <laughs> By seat, I mean my arse. <laughs> <laughs> And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's alternative election special night, election night, special night. Special night for elections. Elections are the thing I love today. elections too. (coughs) I can't wait for this feature. You've also got an election. Elections are my favourite things. I've got a... a, I'm not suggesting it might... My election is going to last longer than yours. It's a, it's got more word, higher word counts. You've got a long-lasting election. Ike. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Why are we talking about elections? Because today, if you're listening to yeah. this on day of release, yes, we've only got a bloody election coming up. I know. Tomorrow. Hold it your is breath. wild to think how many times have we had how many times have we had an election while we've been alive as a podcast. We've had three in the podcast's life. That's is which wild exactly thing, the yeah. question that you asked. I, yeah. I just assumed <laughs> you didn't mean podcast. I started answering before you said podcast. <laughs> when you said it, I was like, you said it was such a plum. I was like, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> what did I ask? That's the confidence that can make you think you're wrong. Yeah, I love it. I like it a lot. Well, my favourite thing about elections, don't know about you guys, is yeah. the election night television coverage. Very good. That runs all night mm-hmm. and desperately struggles mm. to find an interesting thing to talk about in the vast gaps between polling data coming in yeah. and anything of moderately interesting substance to yes. to come out. Yeah, it's yeah. that first one that counts their votes really quickly, which is always Labour, and you think, that's one out of one, we're in! Yeah, <laughs> we have 100% of the vote. Great. Come on! Just stop Dance. it there. Start a conga. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Sorry, I don't want to be partisan. 
I don't want my political affiliations to be known on the podcast. I do. They're just, Santa Claus wears red, so I know whose side I'm on if I want any presents. <laughs> I thought I would zhuzh up the yeah. election night coverage with a little script, an imagined election night, which I wrote in a, a sort of a fug. You know when you get to like five o'clock and you feel like just fatigued because you've been looking at a screen all day? Yeah. You're a bit tired and it's dark outside. I'm sorry. I'm apologising for my feature before I. I wouldn't. That's, that's it, my shtick, Steve. <laughs> I'm the I one with no confidence. What if it's? It better not be. It better be good. One, two. Yeah. It better not be so bad that it stops people from voting. Imagine that. What's well, going to be too late? Oh yeah. Well, oh, no, I won't. No, no. no, 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 no yeah. yeah. Anyway, if your you thing is set on election night. But yeah. They might be listening to it election morning. Shit! I've said it in the future. You agent. <laughs> it's blowing my mind. Okay. Um, right, so there's two characters in this. Okay. You've got one, Gav. You're going to be David Dimbleby. Excellent. Log. That means, of course, you are Fiona Bruce. Brilliant. It is BBC mm -hmm. Studio. Um, the main one they use. The big one in on the front of Live and Kicking when yeah. the ball comes down. There is uh, polling data spinning around everywhere. Transposed onto the screen are election graphs yeah. that are pinging around wildly. Lib Dems, Labour, <laughs> Conservative, who's going to win? Ply Cymru. Ply Cymru. Probably not. Right. SNP. Yeah. Go on. The other, Go on, Plyde. The ones that aren't English. <laughs> Those ones too. <laughs> They're really nice and friendly ones. We, uh, we pan in close too close on Fiona Bruce's face <laughs> bonking <laughs> my nose <laughs> and then we pull back out again cut to Fiona hello and welcome to the election I don't know does she have a voice does Fiona Bruce have a voice uh, kind of like husky and kind of hot that. as well Hello, and welcome to the election. I am your host, Fiona Bruce, and I will be guiding you through the results as they come in through this special voting pipe, which is rigged up to every polling station in the United Kingdom. And my name is David Dimbleby. Very good. It will be my job to place my mouth over the opening of the special voting pipe and eat all of the election data as it comes in every 45 seconds. Once I am full... I will close my mouth as tight as a balloon knot and waddle over to this special ringmaster's podium where I will burp me analysis to you, the viewers at home. Oh, thank you, David. Now, if you would please assume your position in front of the pipe. I believe we'll be getting the first exit poll through from Rutland and Melton any time now, and I would hate for you to miss out. You don't have to tell me twice, Fiona Bruce. Everyone knows that I cannot get enough of the good, good taste of votes. They taste like hot gravy to me. David Dimbleby rides an electric scooter over to the mouth of the voting pipe and places his lips greedily around the rim. Now that David Dimbleby is in situ, it is time to pull the big red election lever and let all of the votes surge through his stomach and intestines, which are now audibly barking in anticipation. David, are you ready? 
David gives a thumbs up to the production crew, and Fiona pulls the lever. Go, go, go! Here come the votes! For our listeners on BBC Radio, David Dimbleby is writhing in agony as his mouth and throat immediately fill with polling data from hundreds of constituencies across Scotland and the northeast of England. Oh, his guts are turgid with votes from Sussex now, and he looks fit to pop! David, are you okay? Should we turn off the election pipe? David gestures frantically to Fiona to keep the votes coming. David is rapidly expanding as his tortured insides fill with undiluted exit polling from Wales and Northern Ireland. But not a drop of it is being spilled. Ladies and gentlemen, this is quite the show. In all my years of broadcasting, I have only seen this happen 15 times. David Dimbleby's clothes have exploded off of his body. He has expanded to the size of a hatchback. And, yes, he's giving the secret hand signal we agreed... Yes, he's giving the secret hand signal we agreed upon backstage. Shut off the pipe! For the love of God, shut it down! David unclasps his mouth from the pipe with a wet slap and purses his lips as tightly as he can before maneuvering his vast and quivering bulk to the ringmaster's podium at the center of the studio, which is illuminated by a single powerful spotlight. He is perfectly round and taut, like a shiny pink weather balloon. With great effort, he climbs atop the stand and closes his eyes, as though deep in thought. Finally, his eyes snap open. And what they're saying is the Conservatives are the largest party. Note, they don't have an overall majority at this stage. 314 for the Conservatives. That's down 17. At this point, I'll send you a sound effect. <laughs> what's the sound effect? It's going to be David Dimbleby's re- um, reporting of the exit polls. Um, maybe high pitched at first, going down to really low. <laughs> okay. Set over the sound of a balloon going. <laughs> <laughs> All this after a big, there's a drum roll, like a really shit drum roll. And then it's like. <laughs> and then he says it all. And then. <laughs> The, the windows, ba <laughs> 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 And then people going, yay. <laughs> I think just leave that in. That is perfect. <laughs> I want you to Or, or at least describe... leave that at the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to just describe lots of famous, like, like, but I want to have you describing the sound effects of famous things put back over it. So it's like the sound of the TARDIS. It's, like, it's just you. Like I'm, I'm reading closed captions yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> pointless thing. Because I, I watch um, Gossip Girl uh, for a podcast that I do about Gossip Girl. Um, every time that someone goes, <laughs> like that, like a, like a sort of, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, an, kind like an awkward like laugh, the the captions I watch it uh, one and a half speed because mm-hmm. I've got to get through them. Um, I put the subtitles on because I'm watching them. Every time someone goes <laughs> like a shit laugh, does it, it say scoffs? No, it says chuckles. Oh, I was like, that's, that's not a chuckle. Chuckles are <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because like scoffs is what I always see on yeah. captions. I know. I scoffs. don't know how to yeah. scoff if you asked me. 
Like that's l- not a chuckle. Is this scoff like a? K- no, like huh. But, no. She, but this is more. This is more like. Awkward. How long? I would be like down. Doing more scoffs, Gav. Yeah, let's go. That's, is that it? That's is that a scoff? That's a scoff. There we go. I got there in the end. Exactly. You do almost a, interrupted that. Do a chuckle. <laughs> scoff. <laughs> you scoff blocker. <laughs> no scoff blocker, are you? <laughs> do you want me to chuckle now? Yes, please. <laughs> exactly. That's a chuckle. This laugh today that was. A was oh, mm, chiggle. This laugh today was <laughs> like awkward mm. laugh. Awkward pantomime. No, that's laugh. like, that's not funny. I'm just making a noise to. It I'll was like, you know that I don't Maybe I fucked that up. Hang on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hang on. Maybe it's... <laughs> that's awkward laugh. Okay, it's yeah. like a derisive... Yeah. Almost derisive laugh, isn't it? Absolutely, little, yeah. Not as filling def- the air laugh. What it definitely isn't is chuckles. <laughs> I know that. For, if I One thing that I do know is that in this world. Yeah, if, if I was in a room with a deaf person <clears> and it said <laughs> chuckles, I would hit pause and it's... I would do the sign language for that was not chuckling. <laughs> I do the sign language for bullshit. <laughs> it's like that person's having a completely different. Uh, if you if you are deaf and you're going, you're relying on these captions to get the subtle nuances of Gossip Girl over to you. Absolutely, like, you're putting a lot of trust in a lot of people who are quite obviously kicking the trust in the teeth. Well, yeah, not. So, I'm being perfectly serious when I say that. Accurate closed captioning in situations like that is yeah. really important. It really is because if you just fluff it and say that's laughing, it's like there are a hundred different ways to laugh, and they all communicate something differently. Yeah, and they laugh in that way on Gossip Girl to communicate something to the viewer. Hundred percent, and that's lost for people who can't hear. I'd be annoyed if I was that actress, being like, I put a lot of work into that. Yeah, I like the script said scoff. <laughs> said I didn't awkward laugh. Yeah, yeah to, <laughs> to upset Lily Vanderwoodson. That's what the script said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at no point did the script say chuckles. Chuckles. No, even when I was laughing sincerely, at no point was my character that I spent a long time creating yeah. a chuckler. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Anne Archibald is not a chuckler. <laughs> she right? isn't a clown. Yeah. Clowns chuckle. Um, I like that election night special. I hope did you guys see that. Yeah. Um, we, we're doing a live stream uh, for my work. Uh, where we're going to play, finish Dark Souls 1 because we started this particular live stream before. Someone, someone replied he do, to... He's doing this on election night? Yeah. Amazing. Someone, on, someone replied to us just going, any reason in particular you decided to do this on election night? With like two question marks, which in my head is fuckers. Um, I was like... Just, Scoffs. Just make, sure, just make sure you fucking vote before. We're not starting until five. Everyone votes in the morning. Yeah. Cool people vote in the morning. So if you're hearing this, either go vote if you haven't, but you should have done this morning because that's when cool people vote. So no, none of our readers aren't registered to vote unless they are nonces ineligible to vote because they're nonces. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they all vote Tory, so that's fine. <laughs> Keep your politics out of my podcast. <laughs> and with that, log. Another feature of our politics, please. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You squirty, Bertie. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You dirty, Bertie. Well, I just wanted everyone to vote Labour. Yeah. So I thought, if you're just looking for reasons to vote Labour, maybe I can give you those reasons. Or Lib Dem in, like... Isn't there like eight seats? I'm more of a vote with your heart, not with your head vote. 
I, if any vote for a Lib Dem is a vote for the Tories, fuck it. They will go into coalition with them. Fuck them. Fuck them. I like it. I but like that's, it a lot. What about ta- tactical voting, though? Well, if it knocks out a Tory, that's fine. But they'll still fucking go into coalition. We won't they? Fuck it, hell. If it chins a Tory, <laughs> then I think it's good. Then that's a good vote. story. Mm, that's my that, mantra. That's, I'm going to tweet that. Yeah. <laughs> what rhymes with Dem? <laughs> <laughs> Femme. Rem. Them. Oh, you could put them at the end of a sentence. That's them. easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't vote for them. The old Lib Dem. Yes. <laughs> this is all great. Yeah. yeah. This is... I've listened to a lot of political podcasts in the last Do few you? months. And it's all like this. <laughs> I've never listened to a British political podcast. I can't imagine what even goes on in it. It's lots of chuckling young men who, who are very left-wing. Ugh. And occasionally Josie Long, who's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> But you've written uh, something about Labour. Yes. I'm, here are my six reasons why you, dear voter, today in this country of ours, should be voting Labour. Only by voting... This is number one. <laughs> number one in the list of six. Fantastic. Only by voting Labour can you subvert the usual expectation... Okay, stop. Only by voting Labour can you subvert the usual expectations of list humour by going self-referential in the very first item on the list. If you want a world of sophisticated self-referential comedy, you're going to need to put a kiss on Corbyn's face. Only a vote for Labour will kick down that fourth wall without so much as a buy or leave. If you vote Labour, all that will be left after number one on the list is a sense of comedic dread for the inevitable super-earnest sincere item at the end. And maybe a curiosity as to the levels of whimsy and meta-humour in the middle four. <laughs> Number two. If you vote Labour, your blood will go fizzy. Imagine that. When your child gets a roundhouse kick to his nose at the dojo, he won't be upset. He'll just wait for that funny fizzy blood to trickle over his lip. And eventually, onto his tongue. And that's when the fun will really begin, because under a Labour government, all of our mouths will be full of Mentos. The high-pressure horizontal geezer of blood will be truly astonishing, and don't pretend you want to cop one of those in the mush. Only under a Labour government would you be... Only under a Labour government would you be so relieved that the list went immediately into your whimsy, after feeling like this was going to be a bloody deconstruction of a fucking comedy list. Number three. Remember when repairmen would just come around to your house and bum you? Neither do I. That's because I have never been an adult under a socialist Labour government. If Labour get in, I can only assume that you'll be able to register your sexual proclivities at your municipal domestic service depot. And whenever your washing machine breaks down, a chunky dad with a kind and patient attitude will turn up and fix it before picking you up and letting you bury your face between his rock-hard tits. Only with a Corbyn majority can you be assured that I will continue being low-level horny on Maine after trying to hide it for all of ten minutes using using exhausted comedy tropes. Number four. If you vote Labour, the chances of anything coming from Mars will be reduced from a million one to a billion to one. They will still come. But under a Labour government, the Martians will see how chill we are and spend a couple of years kicking out the jams and that before giving us the cure to sadness and replacing our Queen with a sweet singing orb. And only under a Labour government 
Will that orb learn what it means to truly be a human, making humorous mistakes along the way? Mistakes that will make us think that maybe the singing orb is truly the most human thing among us. And then, one day, under a Labour government, the orb floats off one day, under that government, and a profound sadness falls over the land. For three days and nights, all of humanity searches for the orb, until one evening it is found, rolling around near a babbling brook. Why did you believe us? No, wait, that's not right. Why did you leave us? The eight billion people ask, assembled on the other side of the brook. Well, people go on about babbling brooks, don't they? I just wanted to hear a brook actually babble before I die. The orb sounds sad, the sheen on its exterior fading with age and exposure to the bacteria on Earth, which are deadly to it, just like in War of the Worlds. But now I've got you all here, can you do one last thing for me? Anything, said the people, their eight billion voices so loud that an owl shit itself. Can you all just jump to the left? at the same time, just for me. And everyone on the Earth jumped left at the same time, causing the rotation of the planet to stop dead. <laughs> and with that, the orb died too, and eight billion people wept. But everyone understood the orb was teaching them the, the power of collective action, and that they would have to cooperate again without the orb to save the Earth from whatever happens when it stops spinning. Does all the water float off? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, humanity jumped right together to kickstart the rotation of the Earth again, except for a million people who decided not to jump, but theirs was the error correction required to stop leap years. So their <laughs> lives were spared. <laughs> Only under a Labour government will I try to write a completely fucking stupid short story that has no relation to politics and completely against my will, it ends up being about human empathy and a borderless world of human cooperation. Also, I just noticed that the word orb is in Corbyn. And <laughs> after that, I tried to work out what else could happen. And it turns out that Jeremy Corbyn is an anagram of nice germy orb. So fuck me, I am working on a million levels right now. <laughs> Oh, I spat my beer. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got it in my mouth. <clears throat> so that's four out of six. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You've got more to go. Yeah, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid so. No, it's no, no, great. No, no. I, nice. felt, I felt like a, you crested a peak just then. <laughs> I can't believe there's more. Nice, nice Jeremy orb. <laughs> you should tweet that at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jess. <laughs> In case you need a last minute fucking kick up the ass, mate, just noticed. <laughs> Is it too late to change all your posters? Probably. <laughs> Number five, only a vote for Labour will leave you with a heavy heart, knowing that you're at the penultimate number on the list, and there hasn't been a single sincere point so far. And you, knowing how much me, the writer, log, hello, likes to think of himself as left-wing, despite being the sole director of a limited company because his accountant told him it would reduce his overall tax liability. So, yeah, I've kind of got this pervasive guilt about how my life and my actions don't always square with my morality. You just know I'm going to overcompensate in a fucking embarrassingly earnest way in the last one. Only a vote for Labour can guarantee that you hear that. Number six. 
folk label or fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Hang up. Love it. Absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. I hope this convinces people to vote. It should oh. do. Um, also, Come on, my beauties. With, with our listeners, we could tip it marginal. <laughs> well, Dua Lipa did an Instagram post. I don't know if you guys saw it. It's fantastic. Basically saying, don't vote. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't vote. No. They're all as bad as each other. Don't vote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just cancel Russell, each other out. Russell he did Russell say Brown. that. Yeah. Yeah. Russell Brand said it. Oh, yeah. Fucking okay. bastard. He's like, there's no point voting, is there? It's like, shut up. They're all the same. Yeah. Now read my bookie book. Fucking, yeah. He play a book of your aspect. How about that? He hasn't fucking poked his head above the parapet this time, has he? Russell Brand. He's left it to fucking Howard to do it. What's Russell Howard saying? Oh, they're all, oh, oh, you've got to choose between a dickhead and a brick. Oh, um, no. It's just pure South Park bullshit. I don't like that. Ugh. don't like that at all. And apparently um, he's a terrible prick to work with. Is he? Yes, I've heard. Good. <laughs> Every time yeah, I see I him. I like seeing horrible people succeed and get regular primetime slots. <laughs> <laughs> I told those people that I used to work with that he was the Milky Bar kid when we were kid, when on the TV adverts, and lots of people think he's real. So... Yes. Don't know why I did that. I was bored <laughs> in the pub. And I told a bunch of the sales girls that he was a Milky Bar kid. So lots of people walking around right now with the information in their head that Russell Howard used to be a Milky Bar kid. There you go. That's what perfectly you harmless. Perfectly harmless. Trivia. That, yeah. Yeah. Perfectly harmless lies. Has everyone been watching Watchmen? I have watched not the last one. Yet. Yet. A bar. Oh. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing... Dr. Manhattan, I'm spoiling, sorry. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan's definitely, you see him in the first episode, he's on He's on Mars, isn't he? Well, There's apparently. a news story about him being There's on Mars. There's a news Mars. story about him walking around Mars. And yeah, but he's shiny on the shit. screen and you definitely cannot see his, his big dong. blue dong along. I know, I you just see that see with a naked eye from Earth. You don't need a telescope. I just want to see it. Point just, Hubble at it. Yeah. Get the Kepler <laughs> telescope looking at his little... Blue get on it. Get right. Hubble on his bubble butt. <laughs> Hubble on the bubble butt. That's great. <laughs> Why don't the nerds want us to see Dr. Manhattan's penis? Make the show all about the cock. Everyone, it's not, because it's, it's, we all know it's there. Yeah. Like, it's like the main thing everyone remembers from the, the graphic novel. Yeah. It's like, whoa, there's a dick it's in a it. a cock. <laughs> you go wafting yourself with the page, making the dick look like it's moving, and it gets you even more excited. There's a big old dicky wicky in there. <laughs> dicky wicky woo wah. And it's blue. I'm just reading it on public transport, and you lower the bike. Yeah. That was a big old dicky wicky. <laughs> and then you use it to fan yourself. Right. Ooh, oh, mercy. oh, mercy. And you faint as you pull the emergency alarm. <laughs> These ain't for kids no more. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. I see the big blue dick. And Dicky Wicky in this little graphic novel I'm reading. And me, a God-fearing woman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've basically spent six episodes of Watchmen being like, when is he going to come and get it out? You want to see, when they're in the house, you want to see it just coming through a letterbox and then retreating when you <laughs> just think, oh, yeah, just in the background. Yeah, just... Just because he can. Ten times we think we've seen his yeah. dick in the first seven episodes. There was a creepy G-Man guy in a suit in every episode of Fringe. It was like an Easter egg. He'd be in the background. Oh, this, really? Like, uh, this bald guy with no eyebrows in it. 
in yeah. every but scene. Didn't they? Didn't they go on to become <laughs> always on screen? Somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just hovering around in a yeah. cutout. Like, that must Wally. be solid. <laughs> every scene, like, what happens when it's a scene with just one person in their bathroom? Is he still in there then? Like, just looking up from the toilet, or just an establishing shot of a house? His head on it, just going like Because <laughs> Fringe did have those. Uh, those I only watched like two episodes of it, but it did have those wild. Like I don't know if you remember, like place names. It was like basically someone who had a like a chipped version of 3D Studio Max. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. would basically just do these big white names for wherever you were. It'd be like Washington, but Washington would be like like the gut would be behind the White House or something like that. It'd be it was like, Washington, as though the word like, Washington was like yeah. 50 in the world, feet high, yeah. And yeah. towering over the skyline. Because that was and always that was that was really fashionable for a short time in yeah. TV, wasn't it? When they that kind After of, Effects plugin came in, and yeah. people learned what what keyframes were. But they also, do kind of do that in Watchmen as well, though, don't they? Mm, I don't put, know they put the titles of the episode into the world. Oh, they do? Yeah, you're yeah. right, actually. <gasps> um, that always really confused me with Fringe, though, because the idea is that any fucking shit can happen. It's like, are these real? <laughs> are, these actually, <laughs> yeah. are these actually in the world? And no one's just talking about them. A plane just crashes into the end in Washington. <laughs> 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 That's a fucking airplane joke, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Um, what was it in Arrested Development? Like one of the best bits of Arrested Development season four. And it's not much. Oh, when they trip over, the step over the no. subtitles thing. Oh, I don't remember that bit. I was talking about the bit, but you know, at the beginning of Entourage, where like all the credits names are in like different bits. So like Jeremy Piven's name is on the front of a, like a swanky club. So they took that club and then they they were they make it an actual club in Arrested Development. They're like, Joe was going to Jeremy Piven. <laughs> like, that is a fun. That's, that's really niche as well. Yeah, that's a joke that you think of when you watch it, and then you get to make a TV show and you remember you thought it two years ago. Yeah, like, yeah I'm going to make that fucking so I'm real. Sticking that. In, yeah, it's really good. But yeah, so far in Watchmen, this is not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. I have not seen a big blue dick, mm-hmm. um, but it's like Chekhov's dick. Isn't it? It's like. You, you can't show it yeah. if you're not going to see it. You, you can't show a dick in episode one if it's not yeah. going to spunk in the last episode. <laughs> does, I'm getting very base now, Yeah. does Dr. Manhattan spunk blue jizz? Interesting question. And if Prismatic made, jizz. And if he made a baby, would that baby then be... Cyan. Blue? Cyan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be like... Baby blue. Hmm. Oh, that. I, wish, I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't said that. Okay. So it's been That's a big just, day. I'm very hungover. That was really cute, Gav. That was just lovely. I'll take it. Um, yeah, no dick as of yet. I will update next week. Hopefully, it's coming around Christmas. They know what people want to see. Come on. Just give us the dick. Um, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. What podcast it was? Well, we finished. No, what have you got? No, I've got nothing. Uh, but I just felt like it just came on very suddenly. Wasn't ready. So you know when like you have like a cold yeah. snap to credits at the end of a film. Mm. It's and it's like bam, like at the end of Sopranos where yeah. it ends and you just go no. <laughs> All of the readers would have just made that sound when they heard you saying. So yeah. that's it. They're like, no what? way. So Don't leave us be. like this. Can't, can't be. Cannot be. Have we? In all, wait, all those three elections that we've had, they all went shite, right? Oh, yeah. It's Great. Rule of three. This is the one that's going to go right. Do you It'll think be the it's the best punchline. Do you think it's our fault? 
I don't see what more we could have done, Gav. Than Do you think it's our fault? Because there's only ever been poor election results whilst this has been a podcast. And... Oh, I think 2010 was quite bad. That's what I mean. It's been bad. It's all, it's yeah, all been we bad. weren't going in 2010, were we? Were we? <laughs> uh, no, I believe we started in 2012, mm. the year of the Olympics. You can you can lump, lump Trump <coughs> we, into that dump. Yeah, we did that. Every, basically, every time there's been an election Fuck. overnight, it's just like, I hate like, waking up and going, there's the notification. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could you imagine if it said oh, anything that... other than what I know it's going to say? I think I was really hopeful about the fucking Brexit one, hope though. for it, and it's like, it could be. And you look at it, it's like, no, it's not. No, that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I, yeah. I want to wake up to the headline. Let the good times roll. And yeah. I'd be like, that is really vague. I don't know who it's about. <laughs> so it could be good, could be bad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's nice to wake up with nice news. Like I do an NFL fantasy league, and I, this is in the same league of importance as how people run our country. Mm -hmm. I, and like sometimes I fall asleep during the games and I wake up and I've absolutely smashed it. Done really, really well. And I go to work and I feel fantastic. Because I've done. My That's best. a lovely situation. I mean, because if yeah. you've done badly, would you actually feel bad? Or I got it. Go, oh, I'm gutted. Oh, okay. Because if you do badly, it's because you've made poor choices. Mm. Like mm. you put poor players on, and they've done shite. Whereas if you've done amazing, you're like, well, I'm basically a professional coach now. So I'm at the top of my fantasy, fantasy football league. Oh yeah, for the Premier League. What wow. human, human sort of. <laughs> like a human English pyramid. football. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that Americans weren't humans there. Sorry. Um, in in like the City AM fantasy football league. Oh wow! And I have minimal interest in football. I enjoy watching it, but I'm not a fan. Yeah. I don't follow anything. I can I know which players are famous. Yeah. And I put those guys in there, and I swap them out if they've got the little red flag next to the name, which means they've hurt the dicks and they, <laughs> <laughs> they and stub the toe everyone's furious because it's like they <clears throat> they spend like ages discussing like who's who was but i'm like throwing like monkey with a typewriter like football time <laughs> here we go <laughs> and i've just like undermined the entire fantasy operation. football operation i love it do you get anything if you win no, there's no money this year. Oh. You get the satisfaction of watching people who think they're great yeah. fucking crumble <laughs> before your gay self. Um, you don't get anything you win, that's sad. Like, I used to be, well, a friend of mine used to be in a league, and uh, if whoever lost, I had to go and do 10 minutes at an open mic night. Ah, oh, that's a fun forfeit. Regardless of skill. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that oh, a go and do fuck. a 10-minute stand-up set at an open mic night? I think that's horrible. Yeah, I'd be so annoyed no, if actually... I went to that open mic night and, like, every like three people on a trot, it's like, yeah, I lost a bet, that's why I'm doing this. It's like, great, another one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually paid £10 to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's how much I care about this night. I lost a bet. And people that you don't know are forcing me to <laughs> no, they're, they're, so. they're the ones going to suffer. <laughs> but, but does everyone who made the bet with you yeah. have to go to watch you do it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's fine then, because you've got a fucking supportive team. That's, like, more, that's probably that's more true. than all the other genuine comedians have got. Yeah, it is how Russell point. Howard started out. Oh. Well, that is it for this that week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Yeah? Calling an end to it. Okay. Putting an end to this fuss. Putting a line under it. It's been fun. 
It's been a crazy little time with my two friends and with you, the reader, at home. And if you enjoyed what you heard, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. Oh, baby. Let's leave that out. They know where the patron is. If you enjoyed what you heard, vote Labour. And also, then go to patreon.com slash regular features and chip in any chub change that will make you feel better about freeloading this wonderful content. Yeah, do that. Patreon.com forward slash regular features. Money, money, money. Can I say some names of people who've recently joined? Steve, I would never try to stop you. Ratlin or Ratlin. <laughs> That's it. Please include a phonetic explanation yeah. of your name. <laughs> it's Ratlin spelled like Caitlin. So oh, I'm going to okay, go with yeah. Raitlin. Raitlin, yeah. yeah. I love it. I'll take that. Jason Parker. Jason. Phenomenally easy to pronounce name. Yeah. That's Jason. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds like a unambiguous. 90s footballer. He definitely played for Man United in 1994. As one step forward, two steps back with Janny or Janie Alto or Alto. Bollocks. <laughs> Thanks for your um, interesting $1 and one cent pledge. Nice. I'm going to spend that cent on a... Little manicure, cherry pie. You <laughs> <laughs> we went, we went American it's, there. It's 1912. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Ooh, we're going to be back next week. Yes, we are. In a Tory majority government. <laughs> oh, oh, Get ready horrible. for it. Get ready for the next five years of regular features as we descend into hell. Thank you. Get in the sledge. <laughs> <laughs> Cheros.